This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program, as well as those that are watching on television, listening to me on shortwave radio, as well as social media. Welcome. This is our Tuesday night Bible and prayer time with our staff in our conference room. And I want to speak on a person must plant the seed of the word in the heart. In today's uncertain world, the only hope and victory, the only source of guidance, protection, Healing and deliverance is found in the Word of God. Again, the title, a person must plant the seed of the Word in the heart. Our text is Psalm 119, 105. It reads, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. Point number one. You must plant the seed. Read the word. We must plant the seed of the word in our hearts. We have come to this place of planting the seed. I've been a pastor a long time now, since 1985. I've seen a lot of people that are unbalanced because they just go after the spirit. They pray, praise, and worship, but the river is a mile wide and only an inch deep. They have a flow of the Spirit in their life, a lot of water, but no word, no revelation, no real deep planting of the Word of God. They interpret what they see, a simple, like a bat, let's say, flying in a window of a house and take it as some spiritual, demonic attack or witchcraft. When what it probably was, was an open window when a bat flew in. So they go by the spirit, but which spirit? Because if you're not grounded in the word, you're unbalanced. If you're going to be a balanced Christian... You must seek God, get a f- full of the Spirit, have a Holy Ghost encounter, but you also have to bury the Word of God in your heart. To some extent, you stay in the reign of God. 
stay in the Word of God. To be productive, you have to have both. So, prayer, Word. Word, prayer. Spirit, the Word. I wrote a news article once. How intercessors work with the senior pastor. If they're grounded in the Word of God intercessors are important. If not, they can get into heresy, schisms, and division, thinking they know more than the senior pastor. The senior pastor also has a gift of prayer. He has understanding and revelation, but he's more grounded in the Word of God. He's probably dedicated eight or ten years of his life, possibly in seminary and Bible college, he has a grasp of the Word of God and he spends quite a bit of time daily in the Word of God. If you're not grounded in the Word of God, you literally misinterpret Scripture a lot of the time and your prayers can even go into witchcraft. Psalm 1, verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. There's a personal responsibility for having an abundant harvest, for living a productive life, and for seeing the fruit of God manifested in your life. But you have to meditate in the Word of God day and night. In Hebrew, the word to meditate means to be in the Word continually. To be in the Word continually. I'm not sure if you can't get too much of the Word. Because when I'm in the Word, I'm also in meditation, and I'm also praying. I believe you have to be balanced, you have to be grounded, and the Word of God can dictate your emotions, and whether you're listening to the Holy Spirit, or you're, you're into, again, fairy tale. Something that's not really there. But you swear it is. You might swear it's witchcraft. And it's nothing but a bat flying in a window. The New Testament church took the word of God seriously. Today, many people can take or leave the word of God. That's where we're at. That's the problem in America today. But Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. The early church continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, teaching. Every time the apostles were teaching, the people of the early church were there. They continued steadfastly, not casually, not according to convenience, but they were steadfast. They adhered to the word of God and to the teaching. These people were serious about the word of God. And you and I must be serious about it too. I've always believed in intercession. But I've always told my intercessors, I want you in the word of God as much as you're in prayer. Because I don't need you to go on some tangent or be led by an evil spirit, or your false interpretation of Scripture, and all of a sudden you're interpreting something that's not there. And now all of a sudden you got problems. Look at the people that rebelled against Moses. 
I'm sure they said, God told me. But they didn't have an understanding of the Word of God. Because what they were doing, rebellion is a sin of witchcraft. And many times, God judged the people in the wilderness. And thousands and thousands died by the hand of God himself. Point number two, you must be serious about the word. You know you are serious about the word when you obey the what the Holy Spirit has written. Joshua 1.8 reads, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. When? If you just pray? No. If you meditate on the word of God day and night, you'll have good success. Yes, a spirit of prayer, definitely. A spirit of meditation, definitely. But if you want to know how to pray, you have to know what God wants. If you want, if you want to know what God wants, if you want to understand God, you have to know the word. The word is God speaking to you. It's inspiration of the Holy Spirit documented in written form. When your life is submitted to God, the word of God becomes powerful within you and you have power and anointing. Do you enjoy the Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen radio program? Please take a minute to pray if the Lord would have you help us with the substantial financial burden of this program. We receive no grants or funding from any organization or government agency and have no other means of support than the gracious and generous giving of our listeners. World Ministries bears the entire burden. In about 30 seconds, you can donate at worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Thank you for your gifts, generosity, and graciousness. A person does, says, I don't know, understand the Word of God. I've never read the Bible. I don't think I want you as an intercessor. Again, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That you may observe to do all according that is written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. Then you will. If you know what I want. If you know my word. And if you obey it. You can know the word of God, but you have to obey it. Joshua heard the word of God, but he had to follow the instructions for Jericho, the walls to fall. This is not just for a chosen few. For some specially favored people who have a charmed life. God does not operate that way. He is no respecter of people. It's not just for the leadership of the church. How are you led by the Holy Spirit every day of your life if you don't know the word of God? God operates and produces abundance through the law of seed time and harvest. In the natural realm, we understand the illustration of how he causes the earth to bring forth and bud. In the spiritual realm, it works the same way. He doesn't work any other way. Seed time and harvest is your key to abundance in life. 
Learn to live in the law of seed time and harvest. God said, And I will bring forth fruit, and I will show you my abundance in your life every day of your life. How? If you meditate on the word of God day and night. Stay in the word continually, every day. If you read three chapters a day, you'll read through the Bible in one year. Carry your Bible with you. Have a couple of copies. Maybe a big one, like this one. This is my Bible thumping Bible. You walk around and there's no mistake who you are. Well, you're, you're, you're telling the world, I'm a Christian. But I like it because I, I can write a lot in it. I've got uh, a Bible that has concordance and, and I can do a lot of solid study in it. So we need to have a Bible that we can really study the Word of God. Maybe a small Bible in your pocket. I travel a lot. And uh, it's good to have a, a Bible in my suitcase. It's good to have another one I can carry in my pocket. So I don't have to go up and get it out of the overhead luggage if I'm in, on a plane. Keep your dagger in your pocket or your purse. Now I'm talking about the Word of God. They call this the sword of the Spirit. Your dagger. Keep your Bible with you. Get Scripture memorized. Sometimes some people have used memorization cards. Uh, some teachers do that with children. Uh, you can meditate on Scripture that way. The word meditate means to speak out loud, to mutter, to be in it continually. So when we're meditating, we're speaking out loud, we're muttering, the Word of God. Memorization. Repeating it. You know, the Bible says to hide the Word of God in your heart. My grandparents, missionaries in China before World War II. But when World War II broke out, you know, they couldn't have their Bibles. The Japanese in the concentration camps took them away. They were illegal. They were contraband. Yet, if you had the Word of God in your heart, you still had the Bible. You still had the Scriptures with you. You you knew what God wanted from you because you had hid the Scriptures in your heart. Many times, different people in the concentration camps, they had memorized certain parts of the Bible, and they could collectively come together and try to form a Bible. But to hide the Word of God, to meditate on the Word of God, to put it into your heart, it says, so you might not sin against God. Many times people break the law, some intentionally, some unintentionally, but if they had the law in front of them, if it was in their heart then it wouldn't be a mistake. Now, it could be deliberate. A lot of times people know what God says and they don't care. 
they can read the word of God. They don't care. You can counsel them. They don't care. You can correct them. They don't care. They don't care. Deliberate sin is a rebellion. Now that goes into witchcraft. Romans 1 tells you very clearly that if you know the word of God and you don't accept the word of God, you go into a spirit of deceivableness so you can believe a lie. You say, how can that person be so foolish, so stupid? Because they've known the word of God, but they're not obeying the word of God. They don't care. And now you think, what is wrong with them? They can't even understand English, it seems. There's no logic. You've explained it and they don't care. Because they're already turned over to a spirit of deceivableness. And if they continue to reject the word, they're turned over to a seared conscience. If you have a seared conscience, that is the unpardonable sin. If you cannot repent, you're damned. You're the walking dead. There are literally people in church that are the walking dead. They can't repent. They've heard the word of God for years and years and years and they've never obeyed it. So you can preach. Charles Finney can preach. Billy Graham can preach. Maurice Arello can preach right in front of you. And they don't care. They're not going to repent. Their conscience is seared. Grieving the Holy Spirit is simply where the Holy Spirit always convicts, tries to convict you. But if he can no longer convict you, that's grieving the Holy Spirit. That is the unpardonable sin. I remember growing up, some people was worried that they committed the unpardonable sin because they cursed or something. Well, being worried about it alone tells you they had not committed it. Because if you committed it, you don't care. You don't care about the sin. You don't care. The word, point number three, must become the most important thing in your life. The word must become the most important thing in your life. More important than your job, more important than relationships, more important than family, than friends, than spouse, than children. Children get up and get married and grow, go away. That's the way it is. That's the way it works. And uh, you might, you know, m m build your life around them. This is where, you know, some spouses can become very foolish. You build your life around a kid, but not around your husband and then or your wife. And then later on, they get married and go away and you're just there. Oh, uh, what am I going to do now? And you don't have that relationship with a spouse that you should be having. Because you built it wrong. You build it on the spouse. First on God. And God is then with a spouse and then with a kid. Not the other way around. The word must become the most important thing in your life. <clears throat> you will use your time and your energy on what matters to you. If the Word of God matters to you, you will find time to memorize it so you can meditate on it day and night. How can you meditate on it day and night if you don't memorize it? I've got so much of the Word of God inside of me. Why? 
because even my grandma, Letta, who was in China, my parents, they were always talking of the Word of God. They were always, daily we had devotions. They also tried to have me memorize Scripture. Scripture was important in my household, the Hanson household. Generation upon generation upon generation of ministers. Not professional ministers, but ministers that were willing to die and went to prison and um, willing to give up their life. And my uncle actually did give up his life and was shot and killed in the head. Are we willing to die? If the word of God is the most important thing, that means God is the most important thing. Yeah, you can die for him. But if your kid's the most important thing, you probably won't die. You probably compromise. You will use your time and energy on what matters to you most. How can you meditate on it? Like I said, if you don't memorize it. You can't read the Word of God while driving the car or feeding the baby. The Bible says you have to write the Word of God in your heart. I have hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11 You must get the word of God in your heart by memorizing the scriptures. You have to menor, menor, memorize, meditate in the word day and night, but you can't meditate on it unless you memorize it. I have so much of the scripture in my heart. I, I counsel and it just comes out of me, even here. Some of my talking to you wasn't on my notes, but it just came out of me. It's in my heart. It's what you call being in season, day and night. The word meditate means to speak out loud, to mutter, to be in it continually. Go around muttering the word of God all day long. Now, not preaching at your spouse, you know. Not condemning your spouse. Loving your spouse is one thing they'll appreciate. Nobody likes a nag. I must speak the word of God. I must mutter the word of God to myself. That's what I must do when I wake up. I say, praise God. I'm a workmanship of God, created in Christ unto good works today. I am of God, and whatsoever is of God has overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. I am a world overcomer today. I put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh today to fulfill the lust thereof. In him I live and move and have my being. The anointing of God abides in me and leads me, guides me, in all truth and shows me things to come and teaches me all the things. I have my mind in Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I know what Jesus knows. Meditate on the word of God. Speak it. Think it. Envision it. Get it before your eyes day and night. That is the key. Matthew thirteen twenty three and the one on whom Seed was sown on the good soil. This is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. What's the fruit? If you meditate on the word of God. Your life changes. Anointing comes. You're led by the Spirit. 
John fifteen seven. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Didn't say if you just prayed about it. Said if you abide in the word of God. That's the inspiration of the Holy Spirit documented in written form. And you're going to have to mutter. You're going to have to meditate. You're going to pray. You'll be in a spirit of prayer as you're in the word of God. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. My phone number 360 You can write a check to WMI PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. My YouTube channel, Warning TV, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Also, website www.worldministries.org. May God richly, richly bless you. I hope you've enjoyed this word today because we're in troubling times. You need the word of God in your heart. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.